Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. And we're going to talk about some cool shit this episode. Let me tell you. We got some Hell exciting yeah. topics. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just want to... Well, I want to start by saying that my wife, my lovely wife, cooked baked potatoes, green beans, huge steaks, and this might be the podcast of... Mark being just completely lethargic and you got uh, unenergic, dude. It, it, what? Okay, so dude, chicken fettuccine Alfredo. Okay, a big bowl of that. You're you're done. You eat that. You are. You can't eat. You cannot eat Alfredo and expect to do anything after. I feel like a second to that. I mean, there's other heavy meals, but like, dude, a fat steak and a baked potato and green beans and. <sighs> A nice glass of freaking cab. Oh, dude. What kind so of steak good. did you do? She did New York strips, oh, which I'm more of a ribeye person. Um, but I like, dude, I like a good New York strip. Don't tell me you get it well done because. I- no, no, no. Medium, which okay. is already sacrilege to so many people. A little but- bit, a little bit. But, you know, I find like, you know, I'm a medium rare guy and it's hard, you know, it's so pretentious. Um, it's hard when you go to a restaurant when you ask for medium rare because it's either a little bit over or a little bit under. Like I can never, you never get it perfect, and I hate yeah. when it's under because then it's rare. You know. Can I can I go on a little bit of a tangent here? This is obviously not aviation related, but when people order their steaks rare, and it's like not cooked, and they're like, "This is how you're supposed to eat steak." Who are those people? The wackos, because there's no flavor at that point. No, there's no flavor, and it's you know? weird. It's just like. The construct of like that's how you're supposed to eat a steak boggles my mind. Now I under I fully the other side of the spectrum, well done people. I'm like, well, you just you just want to eat fucking leather. Like yeah. you don't even want you don't want a steak. So no. yeah, I'm I'm usually medium. Um I was medium rare for a long time. Then I'm like, I kinda like I kinda like medium. You um, ever get your um you yeah. ever get it done Pittsburgh style? What is that? So I love it. I love sometimes having it like charred a little bit, you know, yeah. a little like uh, high flame on it. Yeah. So, but I, but I like medium rare and you know, you don't want to get rid of that nice uh, juicy center. So what they do is like the last minute, I guess, I don't know somebody can correct us, but basically they throw a flamethrower at the steak for like 30 seconds, right before they're ta- about to take it off the grill. Oh, and it gives yeah. you that like charred outside, but you still have like yeah, a yeah. juicy medium rare inside. That's like what Ruth's Chris does. I think. Cause like their steaks come out at like 500 degrees, but they only, they only hit it at that temperature for, or no, maybe it's 700. It's some crazy. Temperature. You know, what's really great. You know what I love doing? Like if you and I went out to dinner, which, will which happen. we will someday, we're going to, um, it's going to happen. I'd almost, you know, if you come to, we have to go to Carbone and not invite massage. If we of do course. Go. fucking FaceTime. <clears throat> if I come to you, let's go to a steakhouse and let's get a steak for three. Cause you know how to like cut it up in front of you. And then they give you yeah. that hot plate where you can like, you get it like medium rare, but then you, you like sizzle it on the plate and cook it yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Dude. Have you ever had, okay. This is the flight. This is the food. Cool shit podcast. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> flying. Screw um, flying. <laughs> uh, have you ever been to a place where they, they, 
they they do like the the thin slices of Kobe beef, and then give you like the hot rocks, and you no. fucking sear it yourself. Oh, dude. Oh my god. Oh, dude. That sounds arousing. Oh, it's it 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 is. It's it worth is it, arousing. right? What is it like? Five hundred dollars a slice at least. It wasn't. It actually, it's not that bad because it's usually an appetizer. But I swear, I swear to God, if you got like that, you know, crazy wagyu that like, you know, and you got it steak sized. Oh my God, mm. five hundred. It would be yeah, three four hundred dollars. So good, like butter. So good, mm. dude. You know what wow. I've been doing too is like I'll like I'll get steaks and put them on a grill and it's been cold, so I haven't really been grilling. But yeah, I'll do that. But then I'll just grab like a ton of like salted butter towards the end and just throw like two tablespoons of butter right on the top of the steak towards the yes. end. Yeah, it's the it. best. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I used to you know be what? like, I used to be like a big Montreal steak seasoning person. Like when I was young, it's and still then good. it's still, still good. good. Still holds up. Yeah. Uh, I still like an a one steak sauce now and again too. Um, I'm oh, not yeah. afraid to admit that, but what I, what I do lately now is like, li- like liberal amounts of salt, like, like, uh, like large pepper, like, or, mm. or large, you know, like crystal salt, lots yes. of pepper and some butter. Dude, that is nothing is better on a steak. That's all you got to do. A friend of mine from Arkansas once told me, um, he goes, the trick is you got to take the steak out of the, wherever you get it, or if it's been in the, uh, the fridge or whatever, but you got to get it to room temperature before you put it on the grill. He said, that's the trick. And then just a little salt and pepper and that's it. Yep. I take, I take the steaks out at least an hour from the fridge before doing it. Yeah. Room temperature is a big one. You know what pisses me off though is, um, skirt steak. Cause you buy a skirt steak and you get so much of it. But then you put it on the grill, and it's like, it just—it's like half the size when you're done with it. And yeah. I don't know—it's just frustrating, and it's so expensive too. Yeah, but it is. Dude, I, used to, I mean, I'm a big carne asada fan. So, dude, I would make—I would like like home make carne asada marinade, and like mm. um, marinate skirt steak in that overnight. Oh my god! You know what's okay. underrated? Can we, is can we steak count sandwich can we, steak sandwiches? That? Oh, they're like, they're the best. Dude, that's I've only a big had East Coast maybe, thing. Maybe like a half a dozen I've had in my life, but every time I get it, I'm like, mm, this. Well, yeah. Why not more? I'm not talking roast beef. And no, so that's still, I still always get that. I'm talking like, you know, a fresh no, a New York steak strip. Fan. Yeah, cut up, put on a yeah. put on a roll with some yeah. stuff on it. Uh. yeah. Oh, oh, that's so God. good. Can we yes. can we shift the IAC from flying aerobatics to just like, hey, fly your your aerobatic plane in, and maybe we'll fuck around a little bit. But like, let's see who can grill the best steak, and then we just eat and get fat. And who gives a shit? I like this idea, and with that, let, what I'd add to it is make it like a potluck dinner. So wherever yes. you're flying in from, like for me, I'd bring bagels. Oh yeah, you know, everybody loves New York bagels. You can't go. Yep. You can get steak. You know, anybody coming from Midwest, you got to bring like you got to either bring the cow or butcher it right before you leave. Yep. And um, you got to, and from you, you're just gonna bring some cab, some some cabernet. Bring Napa cab or, and then like, dude, mm. I will say like, as I get older, I really appreciate California vegetables, like Ooh. fresh green beans and dude, artichokes. I'll bring some freaking California artichokes and some uh, corn, local corn. Oh, dude. Oh my God. Oh, man. That's so well, good. Dude, I don't know. Fuck flying. Fuck if you fly. bring, I'm, I'm over it. I want to eat. You, if you bring corn, Aaron's going to have a heart attack because he's going to bring corn. I'm gonna. Can I say something? I'm just. You know what? Say it. I know. Listen, what you're we, say, but we own it this public. podcast. Make it we public. It. <laughs> it's ours. It's ours. We can say whatever we want, right? It's up to the public to cancel us, but I'm not going to be silenced. I'm going to say this right now: California corn shits. 
all over the Cornhusker State. Corn. Oh my God. I felt that. I felt it. Oh, I want, man. I want everybody to know. All those pitchforks are coming at you right now. <laughs> They're all <laughs> be like children of the corn <laughs> knocking on your door. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, California's got great. I mean, when you can get water to water it, I mean, yeah, yeah it's good stuff. Do you problem. have like a Do you have a water problem by you? So we, I mean, we were definitely going through a drought, and then we had that huge rain, and it it helped a lot. But we kind of need we kind of need a winter. Ironically, it's raining right now, like very like a little drizzle. Um, so that's good, you know. Um, but if we get if we get some some decent rain and snow into the Sierras this year, it'll help a lot. Nice. But that rain that we got, dude, I, I we had talked about it a little bit before. Um, I have never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it here. It was crazy. Nice. When people were like, "It's gonna, it's an atmospheric river," I'm like, "You're okay. Shut you're, up. You're yeah. Shut up. You big whatever word, idiot. Yeah. Why are you trying to make up things that sound cool? Um, they weren't kidding. It it was nuts. Um, some places yeah. got like 14 inches of rain in California. Like in a, a, a twenty four hour period, it's dude. It's a you ton. get like mudslides, and that's kind of dangerous by you, right? Totally, and we were worried about that. Uh, not us at our house, but like, um, you know, town community wise, like definitely worried about mudslides, flash flooding. You know, all that stuff yeah. was, was pretty freaky. But um, it's yeah, been weird with weather. Kinda... We had a tornado rip through the airport and like flip over five planes. Dude, a we didn't talk ago. about that. Yeah, right here on Long Island, New York, a tornado yeah. came right through an F one. And everybody in like the Midwest is like, fucking, I shit on F ones. That's nothing. I'll sunbathe. I gave, I gave birth in an F one. Yeah. <laughs> I flew a kite in an F one. Yeah. Wuss. You pussy. No, but that did some damage. I remember the pictures you sent. Uh, but um, yeah, that that yeah flipped over some planes. Yeah, flipped over a bunch of planes and everything. So yeah, it was it was pretty serious. Did you know anybody <laughs> that uh, had um, an airplane get uh, damaged? No, I was going to wheel out Massage's uh, mid-wing restoration project just to help him out and maybe get some insurance money for just, it. Just but let it, insurance have it? But I couldn't even wheel it out because it wasn't even on wheels. <laughs> you should have just left the hangar door open and just let, let Mother Nature take its course. Yeah, with like with his luck, like everything would collapse around it but the airplane. <laughs> Oh, poor massage. He's going to get, okay, so this is a great segue. Uh, we're going to talk about airplanes and prices and what to buy and, and fun yeah. stuff like that. We're going to go to Fantasyland and pretend like we got a ton of money in our pockets and we're going to buy some airplanes tonight. Well, um, can I say that it is Fantasyland based on what I heard a new a 2022 330SE cost? Well, I am just happy as a clam because <laughs> that helps me out big time. Dude, you can- <laughs> I, so I don't know what, when did you buy your airplane? I bought 17? my airplane in, um, well, yeah, it was late 17 and then it came in 18. Okay. All right. I don't, as well as I myself. won't ask you what you paid for it. Cause that's, that's rude, but I can manage, I could venture a guess to say that you would make, you would make money if you sold it now. I would at least, I would easily break even. So yeah, I probably, if I held out, I could probably make money. Yeah. That's, you know. That's impressive. You rent, you borrowed an airplane for free for four years. Yeah, and what's crazy is um, the engine. I looked up the Lycoming uh, prices, and oh I'm, my gosh, I'm probably off. I'm going to be off on this number, but like not by crazy. But 2020 prices for an AEIO 580. 2022. 
stock stock compression, nothing crazy, um, no exhaust, no nothing. One hundred and ten thousand dollars. Yeah, is that nuts? That's more than a pits, dude. I made I made the outlandishly wild claim that just a motor now for a new high performance monoplane is more than any pits S one built outside of a Wolf pits. Yeah. Which no, is it's crazy. crazy. It's crazy to think about. You know, you, you, I, I think, I don't know if you do this dude, but, um, when we're going to have Matt Chapman back on, I, I just freaking love Matt Chapman. And I had so much fun on that episode and he's such an incredible human being. I actually think a lot about what he said about how he got in to competition aerobatics, you know, and just being able to build an airplane for that price. And yeah, that was a long time ago, but even when you, uh, account for inflation, dude, how, I mean, are we going to see an era? Cause all these S ones, we, I, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. We certainly talked about it in a group chat. We're like, all these S ones are kind of ending up in, in hangers and they're, and they're becoming derelict and they're timed out motors. They need fabric. Well, by the time you do that, you could buy a, a, a used S one. So why do that? And so now there's yeah. this market of just like a bunch of like basically, um, timed out. I mean, they're not timed out, but airplanes that unless you're an A&P and actually put the time and love in, you don't want to put the money into it. So those are going to go by the wayside. Are we going to see a point where, I mean, is this really going to become unobtainable? We already feel like it is in a lot of ways, but um, this yeah. is crazy. It's head. Well, it's unattainable for, it's becoming more unobtainable for a single person to, to do it. So I think that, um, you know, this is like totally woulda, coulda, shoulda, and who knows if I'm right or wrong, but it's it's one of those things that if you build it, it will come, and with aircraft partnerships. So if you got to get somebody who's willing to to take the risk and buy an airplane and hopefully to have enough demand around the airport that people want to buy a share in it. Um, you know, with that said, I think the problem too with, you know, biplanes and, and, you know, pitses and even aerobatic planes is the quality of pilots now are just not into tailwheel and, and, and flying for fun. They're, they're, yeah. they, they're want to build some time and get into the airlines, get a job. They're not even into flying that much. Whereas like back in, you know, Chapman's days, you know, everybody got an airline job to fly, to buy their own airplane, you know? Um, yeah. so it's just like the, the quality of pilot that's, it's just not that great anymore that they don't even have the skills to really even fly that or, or want to fly that. Um, I think that's what's going on too. But, you know, the reason why I think a lot of things are so popular in France with aerobatics is because it's such a low entry cost to get into flying an SC because they have so much demand. So they yeah. have a club, you know, um, I'd love to find out exact, exactly what it is, but basically I'm sure they have, you know, member dues and an hourly rate to, to fly the SC. And, and that club is also getting sponsored by, you know, whether they're getting a grant from government, whatever, but um, there's a bunch of smart people that are, are working the system to get it going. And, um, you know, that's something that we, that does not exist here um, at all. Yeah. And I think Jim, you know, Jim Burke, I think that's something that he would love to, to get going somehow. And, um, you know, I, maybe one day he, he will, but I think that's, that's the key to, to opening up opportunity to people, you know, at a younger, younger generation. I really want to get into it because the entry cost is just huge. I mean, you're talking, forget like what it costs to even just get the airplane. Now you got to pay insurance, fuel, annual. Yeah. It's like, and all that it's stuff's nuts. going up. You know, I just paid at- for engine mounts. You know what four engine mounts cost now? Oh, what'd it's you like get? Eight- Which kind? Um, Barry. Okay. 
Yeah, battery mounts. And I spent like 800 bucks. Yeah, God. For and that's not including the labor mount. to put them in. Yeah, dude. And like unlimited, like the harder you fly, it's just like somebody, um, you know, John uh, Morrissey said a, an amazing statement. He said, you know, with unlimited, uh, flying unlimited. And uh, he says, you need a limited time and unlimited money. And yeah. um, I don't have that's any true, man. money, but. <laughs> Well, it makes you think, dude, because like, you know, like the level that you fly, like if you and I had an SC, I would be much easier on an SC than you're on an SC. So like, yeah, mounts, um, even, even TBO on an engine, like I I don't, I don't need to push like you need to push. I know. And now we're thinking like, we're looking at overhauls of, I mean, dude, if a new crate 580 is 110, what's an overhaul? 60? 70? It's scary. 60? 50? 55 like, yeah man dude so i think we're gonna start seeing the the, the yeah, we're already seeing people sell airplanes because of insurance um we're seeing people sell airplanes because the cost to to do you know maintenance i mean shit a thousand hour on a on an extra not cheap so man. so what is a new what is a new ng cost in these days so i don't remember the exact number um we were we told an exact number um, we weren't told an exact number, but we were told we're we're going to be within twenty thousand. Yeah, I'm going to go as far as to say for a stock NG, you know, no crazy paint, no crazy avionics, shipped here, registered, you know, DAR, flyaway price. Like you're in the airplane flying home, and you just wrote Jim Burke a huge check. Yeah, I'm going to say um, I'm going to say every bit of five hundred twenty-five thousand. That's, that's, that's literally in my head what I was thinking of. Because because we were told what a new SC costs. It's 500 and grand, an, right? 500 grand. Like it was like what, 503 or something? Yeah. So an NG's got to be more than that certified. I mean, yeah. dude, it might even be more than 525. Yeah. So um, oh, it's That's crazy. a lot of money, dude. Half a million dollars. But you got to laugh though because you're Northern Light Midwing, which is very special. I mean, you just got like – you probably got like a good 15% increase on your, uh, on your value. Do people not understand that my airplane comes with spades and shovels? It does. It does. And you have a, a special wheel pan on that airplane. That is true. That is true. Uh, I, the one thing I, I forgot mm-hmm. was I forgot to get Macha to sign it, but it, <laughs> it, it has a, a nether Northern light mid wings wheel pan on it. Just to stay within the crew. Yeah. Just had to keep it, keep it original, keep it OG. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah actually, you, imagine- you know, I wonder, no, I, I wonder. So, you know, um, one of the owners has been selling a share for a while and that's so specialized. Like it's gotta be somebody local, somebody that meets the criteria. It's, it's, so it's been really hard finding somebody, um, that, that we want to bring on. But if I did actually, if we did actually put the airplane up for sale, I wonder what we'd get for it. Honestly, I mean, everything, it just got refreshed. I mean, it's yeah. like a brand new airplane right now. I was actually does, thinking, you want to hear something crazy? It does have crazy? damage history, but you know, it, these airplanes, like, I, I mean, God, look at, look at what they went through with the Northern Lights. I mean, my airplane had its fucking tail chopped off. <laughs> yeah. No, as long as it's repaired, right? I mean, but then like, you know, you have your airplane that's had jet, it hasn't been flown hard. And then you can get no. another airplane that's just had the balls flown off of it its whole yeah. life. You know, and just 
Well, anyway, but what I was getting at is that um, I was thinking about buying that share from your partner and then like waiting six months and then maybe flipping it because I got to feel, you know, I think prices on extras are going to go up because when you think about like, think about the NG and how great the NG is, right? Let's yeah. just, and like, forget, like, let's, let's talk relative prices to, you know, I mean, look at a, a Sirius is going for a million dollars. It's a four seat, you know, single yeah. engine airplane. Oh, yeah. you know, so aviation prices and, and extra the NG, you know, it's, it's aiming towards that, you know, that guy that really isn't going to fly hard aerobatics, you know, businessman, got a ton of money, wants to do something fun. I think that there's a lot of people in that market for him. And, um, or maybe a big charter company that wants to do, uh, what do you call that spin training stuff? Yeah. UPRT and upset training. UPRT. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. for $500,000 to get the, a state of the art, brand new airplane with a brand new motor, like that doesn't seem cr- that crazy for a price in what, in, in terms of what else is being sold out there. No, especially like, you know, like some of these places like, um, APS and, um, God, what is it? Um, uh, is it prevalence? Uh, what's, what's the one on the East coast that that's big? Um, Oh yeah. Prevalence. Is it prevalence? Yeah. Prevalence. Um, so, uh, and then you have, um, the Patriots, uh, jet team does one with the, uh, with their, uh, um, jet star, not jet star, uh, Saberliner, um, where they do upset recovery training. These people that do, um, you know, certified and, and, um, like flight department, like I'm, I'm a small UPRT. I'm a small fish. I'm like a mom and pop, right? Those people are, those guys are like operations where like they get, you know, a full house of, um, you know, people to do UPRT and upset, uh, training, yeah. buying a $500,000 airplane. Well, you just math it out. I mean, it's it, airlines do this. Every professional, uh, airline company does, or, um, uh, aviation company does this. Even flight schools do this. Okay. I buy a Cessna 182 or one, I buy a Cessna 172 for 600 grand. It's going to fly how many hours it's going to let's maybe it's got warranty of, uh, you know, I don't know, three years or five years, whatever the warranty is after mm-hmm. that, let's call it. X amount yeah. of dollars for maintenance per year. I run the engine out to TBO. Um, okay, I got to charge X, Y, and Z, and I make um, X, Y, and Z off of it. You know, it's not that, that certainly a half a million dollars for an extra when you're charging. I don't know what APS charges or prevalence. Can I make a statement? Cheap. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to go on the record here. I think in 2023, a yeah. new extra NG is going to be six hundred thousand plus. I think you're right. If it's not, it's real close. After delivery, after import and delivery, yeah. Really I mean, you close. think about it with, especially now, like so. We're at five twenty five for an NG, and that's yeah. with an MT prop. What if somebody wants a Hartzell Talon? That's a thirty thousand dollar prop. Now you're at, you're at five, you know, five forty five fifty. Yeah, and you're talking about base prices. Yeah, I mean that's another that's another point. You want all the bells and whistles. You want yeah. the G five X, right? Poor massage. <laughs> maybe he could just get a sticker that says extra ng and put it on his midwing maybe we'll do Be that smart get the badging yeah get the badging i mean he's yeah. got ng wheel pants so he's i can't like, wait to see his airplane done i'm excited to see his airplane done yeah you, you can wait <laughs> <laughs> well whether i can or can't i'm gonna have to <laughs> oh my god you know what it was all him making fun of us for not being able to eat a carbone this is just karma Dude, I hope Carbone closes due to COVID. I hope if I had, dude, if I had Buku money, like say I had like, I was sleeping on hundreds, right? I would pay extra when they're, if he ever, if 
massage gets an NG, I would pay extra to paint it like spicy rigatoni style, like all like like <laughs> rigatonis and sauce all over it, like with flames and everything. <laughs> so awesome. Or just buy extra. Like I say, I'm some multi-billionaire. It just buy extra and then have control over his airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should bribe Jim Burke to like, you know, not import him an NG. Oh my God. Or just like sticker shotgun. That'll be 800 grand. That'll be 850. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks By the for way, playing. Did we talk officially about Jim Burke buying Southeast Arrow? No. Can we? I don't know. I don't know that we did. I mean, he announced it. I shared let's, it on Airbag. Let's, specu- let's speculate on what's going to happen there. What do you think is the first thing? What do you think the day one of Jim Burke at Southeast Arrow is going to be? Well, let's call it, let's like, not official day one because the, you know it's, I'm sure that there's some like a transitional period where Kramer and Doug are going to be there and they'll get you know and they'll and Jim will you know work with them and you know transition to business but like let's say like you know 30 or 60 days later Jim's there you know flying solo what's what's the first order of business going to be well let me answer let me answer your question with kind of another question do you feel like Jim bought Southeast arrow to have another job and like really be hands-on um, or, you know, is he buying it from Kramer and wanting Doug to still do day to day together? Well, we don't even know if Doug is, is still involved. I guess we don't do know. know. No. Um, I just assumed I mean, that I, Kramer and Doug were, were, were going to just transition and, and, and uh, peace out. You might be right. I mean, I know, well, I don't know, but I, I think Kramer had did, you know, when I was out there last was kind of talking like, Hey, you know, it's kind of, you know, maybe time for a change and, and, you know, Doug's getting up there and, and maybe wanting to look to retire that kind of stuff. So maybe yeah. this was the the time, you know, which um, maybe Doug's going to do like part-time sales and stuff like that. Cause he's a great, he, he, I mean, he knows the company. I mean, he's a tremendous asset. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, how is that going to change now? Airplane, right? I wonder what's going to change now too, because is Burke, how, how tight is Burke with the Don? Cause the Don goes down there. I mean, that's where he brings his extra for winter, for the winters a lot of times. Yeah. You know, I, I wonder. Oh, and what's going to happen with Wagstaff now? Oh, so many things in the pot. Um, I bet. I wonder if the school goes away in its current form. Because, well, I mean, it's Patty Wagstaff's school. It's not Southeast Arrow's school. Yeah, but they operate out of, isn't it Southeast Southeast Arrow's thing? Uh Uh-huh. I mean, it's Southeast Arrow's airplane. She teaches that that extra is, the old MSU extra is, uh, belongs to Southeast Arrow, not Patty. Can Um, you imagine the shit show if all of a sudden, like a week later, it was like, Marianne Fox School for Aerobatic Training and Safety. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! You know that's a good uh, uh, brings a good point though, because like you know, obviously Patty's a name. Um, Yeah. What what amount is the draw by Patty to go there? Because I mean, she's not the only instructor. So if I wanted to go there because of Patty Wagstaff, and I didn't fly with Patty Wagstaff, I'd be I'd be mad, right? Obviously, you can go there and fly with her, but a lot of people don't fly with her. So, and I'm not. This isn't a dig on Patty. I'm just I'm wondering like. You know, if she wasn't there or if the landscape did change, like how much that would impact flight school business or if, you know, be, I'll be curious because, you know, that's obviously a liability. You got to have insurance. Um, you're, yeah. you're spending a lot of money on maintenance, a lot of wear and tear on those airplanes. 
Yeah. Maybe Jim doesn't want that. Right. Yeah. I wonder what um, he's going to do. I mean, he's, he's a tech guy, so, uh, yeah. you know, he's very efficient. So he's going to streamline the business somehow. I know that. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know that for a fact, but I was, that's my spec speculation right there. Um, we can assume he will. Yeah. I think he's going to put it more. I think he's going to change it up a little bit where it's going to be more of a, um, like assembly line. Like there's going to be, um, different areas for specific, you know, every area is going to have an assigned, um, workspace, you yeah. know? Um, uh, but yeah, maybe not so much is going to change. It's just exciting. I mean, maybe he's going to spruce it up to try to appeal to the, to the upper echelon type, um, purchaser, you know, maybe make it a little bit more like, you know, you walk into like Sirius or, you know, somebody's hoity toity, you know, GA airplane manufacturers and it's like white walls, you know, really, really shiny and all that stuff. So, um, well, cause a lot of people don't know that, that Southeast Air does a lot of Cirrus work. They're a Cirrus, um, yeah. repair center. They do a lot of composite and paint work for Cirrus specifically. Um, obviously for extra too. Um, but it is not, um, I mean, Burke has a relationship with MX. Um, that's going to be and America, I mean, American champion, right? Yeah. I feel I mean, so bad for Burke not getting his MX. I feel honestly, Heart of the Ocean really should go to Elan. I mean, Heart of, the, Heart of the Ocean is the best. Yeah, just poor guy. <laughs> yeah, because he's without an airplane. Poor guys like making videos on AC and how to like adjust the thermostat inside your hotel room. That's how bored he is waiting for his MX. <laughs> he, t- he tagged me in a video in a post today uh, showing uh, you know a snow cone business. Yeah, like how bored is this guy? Just yeah. wandering around Florida, looking just walking at around with his pit vipers. Yeah, just oh god. For we got to get him on. We got to get him. I want to get him on really bad. Yeah, I feel you know, and then like you know, he's a, you know. I wonder who ordered their MX first. Was it Burke or Alon? I thought it was Burke. I thought it was Alon. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> creating some drama um i thought it, i thought it was i gotta be honest like you know we sh- we we joked around a little bit about mx and some stuff in the past and um but i've really grown to like like the airplane um and they're one of those companies right now that i'm like i don't want to call it like underdog because they're going to be around for a while i think because it's it's a it's really a custom type airplane i mean uh, I don't think they're going to go anywhere soon, but I don't think they'll ever be at the point of actually like having me, you know, high, high number productions. Um, but I wish they would get their airplanes done and, and, and to their customers because um, I love, you know, I, who doesn't love a new airplane and, and seeing people, you know, rip, you know, rip it around a little bit. I mean, Alon flew an MX two, uh, I guess before he ordered and, and he flew phenomenal. I mean, it was yeah. re- like noticeably, like, obviously it was all the airplane with all the power. He was able to do more and um, he flew amazing. And it was really he was exciting. borrowing gyms when Jim owned it. Right. Yeah. The, the ex uh, Nigel Lambert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I actually think, you know, these aircraft hikes in, in price, um, obviously MX will follow suit, um, you know, supply chain and, and uh, avionics and engine prices, you know, I mean, I guess extra can buy bigger bulk than, than MX can, and maybe they get a better deal, but, um, still we're going to see a price increase in MX as well, but they're, I wonder how much cheaper they are. We should ask Mitch, 
um, you know, like what, what is the cost delivered for an MXS and an MX2? You know, if they're a hundred thousand dollars less, I actually make the argument that we'll see more of those airplanes start to pop up because, yeah. um, it's going to be hard to justify a half million dollars, uh, for an extra when you can buy an MXS for, you know, 400 yeah. or even sub for, I mean, weren't they a little bit below four? Um, I, it depended. Like if you got the kit, I think the kit was 350 or 300 or something like okay. that. Okay. Um, and then you got game game bird. Can we talk about game bird? Yeah. Like what is going on with game bird? I see they were on serial number 39. They yeah. painted it like a Thunderbird, which yeah. I can't say it doesn't look good, but I don't know. I don't I like know it. I, I kind of like it. You see, like I, I'm a, I love the Thunderbirds and like, yeah. I don't know. It just, to me, it's a jet scheme. It's not, I mean, they're no, they're no blue angels, but they're okay. You know, it's kind of like, to me, it's like you buy like a Honda and you're painting it like a Ferrari. Okay. I, you know what I mean? I, uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I'm, it's just, I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Okay. I mean, it's cool looking. Don't get me wrong, but like, whatever. Um, what do you think of for, I mean, when I saw that and I'm, I could be way off. I just kind of assumed that a former or current Thunderbird bought it. I think so it. too. There's, there's a guy in Gamebird. He, I don't know. He pops up on my Instagram. Um, I should really follow him, but he posted some cool videos and stuff, but he's an ex Thunderbird. And I guess he was doing some stuff at Gamebird and he'd been flying with them. And then like, you know, that airplane popped up. So I'm like, uh, it seems like it's his, but like, I feel like you have to be somehow associated with that team or an ex member to, yeah to paint your airplane like that. Like, like that's the only, like, can you, like, what if like, if I showed up at, at nationals, I had a Thunderbird scheme on my SC, you know, I don't know, just whatever. It's each yeah. down. But, um, but they're up to serial number 39, uh, probably, probably 40 at this point. Um, but like, you don't see the people buying them. Like you don't really see them posting a lot uh, because the only post really comes from the, the factory. I agree. I agree. You know, it's weird. Like there's 40 out there, but like, you don't really see them. No. Um, and even a couple of the people that, that were posting, I don't really see them post much anymore. And it makes you yeah. wonder, it makes you kind of yeah. wonder. Um, it, they're not very active for having that many airplanes out. Then again, how many NGs do we have out in the, uh, in the world? And I barely see, I mean, the only one I see is Dagmar's <laughs> and Doug's. So not to shit on Gamebird, um, this is just going to be personal opinion. You can what shit on Gamebird. You... No, well, it's going to sound like shitting, but it's it's um it's it's more like fantasy talk. Um, what would you change if you had like uh, Harry Potter's wand? What would you change yep. on the Gamebird? Tail. Okay. Is that I, it? I I I if so, do I pick one thing or do I pick all the things? Just go for it, man. Okay. You got Canopy. you got the wand. You got a you got the hocus pocus going on. Canopy. What would you do to canopy? I would reshape it. I I don't, I don't know that I like maybe, I mean, it's it's clearly it's for a reason and I'm not an engineer. I'm not an aircraft designer. I'm not a builder. Um, But the canopy arrangement and the turtle deck shape is a little too. um, Like Jetsons. It looks like the Jetsons. Kind of. Yeah. It's like, it's too bubbled for me. It's too much. It's too, it's too aerodynamic. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't i don't like that i don't like the compass on the canopy glass for the two-place canopy i don't like that rail uh, either in the front i don't it's like the, the rail like, like 10 inches up it's got like this like oval rail I, i'm sure it's for crash protection 
Yeah. I don't like the tail. Okay. I I would, I would change the shape of the tail. I would, I think I would change a lot on the tail. I would change the, the, the shape of the rudder. I don't, I don't know that it's to me, it's not a very attractive rudder. I, I, the MX tail is the sexiest tail. Yeah. I wish they would would make it more. I, okay. I'm going to let you, then I'm just going to go because I have a laundry list. All right. I think, um, I think it sits too high. Um, although I like that for clearance. Um, I think the gear is a little long if that sounds right or makes sense. (laughs) Um, (laughs) the, the, the wheel pants, I'm not a huge fan of, but I, I, I don't know that if I had to pick three wishes, um, I wouldn't, that wouldn't be high on my list, but yeah, the, the elevator authority from what I've heard from everybody is that it's just, it's got a lot of elevator. So I, I really would focus on the tail. Okay. That, that, that'd be my main focus. I changed the rudder shape. I would change the elevator. I would change the canopy. All right. Go that for it? it. All right, yeah. cool. Oh, I'm like waiting. Um, the one I'll start, I'll start with like what I like about the airplane. I like um, a lot of the engineering that they did with the uh, the rudder pedal setup and how it's um, set up with the cables and also with uh, push rods. Yeah, I like how they use the um, hardened rubber or some type of material for rudder stops and aileron stops, so it's not metal to metal. That's nice. Great. I love the plenum that they designed for the cowling. I loved how everything is very easy to take apart. I like the shape of the inlets. Um, yeah. You know, and a couple more things internally. Um, okay, what I don't like, I don't like the canopy. I don't like that railing um, that's like 10 inches up forward. Um, I don't like that. I would reshape it to give it a little bit less sleek design on the canopy. The interior, I would bring in somebody from like Cadillac and de- redesign like and make it like really, really ritzy to, you know, appeal more to a, you know, customer, like really spruce up the interior. Yeah. Um, it's not bad, but I would just I would put a little more um, time into the interior. Yeah, I'd make the uh, I'd make the rudder more angular, so no like swoopy type things. And same thing with like the wingtips, you know, square off the wingtips. I make the wing area a little bit less, especially towards the fuselage, just to give it a little bit uh, better break. Um, definitely less elevator um, and angular. You know, probably similar to the SC. The gear is like, I, if I could change anything, I would change the gear and make it like less praying mantis like. Um, yeah, it's forward, and it looks like a Harmon rocket, and I hate the Harmon rocket. It, it does look like a Harmon rocket. There's, Fucking there's a lot of, it. you know, extras get confused a lot for RVs. I don't know how any gamer doesn't get confused for a Harmon rocket. It looks a yeah. lot like, I mean that that stance is very Harmon rocket. Yeah, so I would do like a Grove gear instead. Um, yeah. I would put spades on the ailerons just to allow customers to be able to tweak or make it an option. Um, at least I've always wanted to ask you about that. I'm so glad you brought this up. I mean, it doesn't have spades. Spoiler no. alert. Why? Which would be a question for Philip. But when you flew it, did you feel like it needed spades? Um, well, I'm an amazing pilot, so of course not. It doesn't need, you know, I could fly anything. Um, you are you are a, a very talented pilot. Super talented. Now it, it was rigged. You know, it, I flew. I forget which one I flew, but um, it was rigged really nice. And you know, Philip test flies everything. I'm sure he does all the rigging. But the problem is, is that's you know, it just so happened that I liked it, and you know, maybe Philip and I like the same type of feel. 
But yeah. you, you know, if, if you're looking to produce a ton of these things, you know, certainly there's going to be different, you know, apples and oranges out there. So totally, I think giving the uh, the customer that type of, you know, ability to to change it up uh, means a lot. Um, so yeah, I wish it, I wish it did have spades. You know, um, what else? Yeah, just the gear. I just the gear to me, it just it don't look good. It don't look good at all. And um, I hate to say it, but I think I would love to. Um, I wonder if like one somebody that we know that's can do Photoshop can Photoshop a because uh, you can't put an extra gear on it because that's never going to happen. And yeah. you know, I don't think Philip would ever do that in his wildest dreams. But no. put like a put like a Grove gear on it and um, and see how that looks. I know that like everything that on this airplane has probably been over engineered and aerodynamic and this and and this and that. But you know. We're talking purely aesthetic and um, generationally. I mean, it's, it's a, you know, I don't, you know how like, uh, uh, with fighter jets, you know, they, they, they classify them, you know, it's like, um, yeah. God, what do they say? It's like, um, not, do they do it by gen, like generations, a generation five. I, I think that's what they oh, do, like you know, a Mark, like, Mark one or a Mark two kind of thing. Well, just like, like, like the, the F 35 and the, um, uh, F 22 they're you know, they're like the latest, generation of of the type of fighter right like the game bird is the latest it's the latest jet like the game bird and the ng are and the new mx2 and mxs are kind of like the latest iteration of, of yeah. unlimited aerobatic airplane right um you can see it in the game bird and I, I, that's where i will tip my hat to philip and game bird is like you look at these airplanes and it it looks it looks like it was made and it looked like it was designed and made recently yeah the ng same thing um whereas like you buy a a 2022 330sc it is a that's an old design at this point it's an extremely old design totally right um still still a killer still amazing um but it's just it's a yeah still a murder just a different class of design you know i I do i I do appreciate that about the game bird i will say it's a very comfortable airplane to sit in but i'm 510 so i wonder how that works for somebody that's like 6'2 and above you know, I mean? have to have a special pan made, right? I guess I don't know, but it was ergonomically, it was um, it was good. I like the way that the pedals are set up. I hate the way the pedals are set up at the extra, um, but I like the way that he designed the pedal, the pedals. Um, everything is is very easy to get to by your hands. Um, the airplane flew. I, I mean, I had one flight in it, so it's uh, how much can you really figure out? But you know, I had fun flying it. I had a, yeah. I had a ton of fun flying it. So, um, and it's fast as fucking balls. It's just goes super fast on the um, rocket yeah i just i i wonder i wonder what it would look like you know with that gear on it i think it would change it up because that swept gear it just i hate it i even i hate it on rvs i hate it on anything i think it looks stupid i agree you know i can't i cannot disagree if you put a swept gear on an extra i think it would look like shit too right I wonder. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying it would look good. I wonder what it would look like. Yeah. Because like the NG gear looks great. Yeah. And yeah. like if you were to change that, because I, I, that's, I mean, that, my my rationale here for thinking is that you know the 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 game bird, the GB one and the NG same category class of aircraft, right? They're they're latest generation model carbon, two place certified unlimited aerobatic airplanes, right? And you know, 
just essentially Photoshop NG gear on a GB1. And like you would, you would, you would almost, there's a few things you change on both airplanes and you get the other airplane <laughs> almost. I mean, so, I, I'm totally oversimplifying it. And obviously like under, you know, uh, if dude. Eric and Marcus and Walter are listening, they're, 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 you know, screaming uh, loud enough so we can hear them from Germany about how it's not anything like the GB1 and Philip saying the same thing and uh, totally respect that obviously. But you know, there are, there are a lot of like, fuselage fuselage wise similar looks so i got to think back a little bit about the gear because I'm, I'm on their website i still am not a fan of the gear but there's a picture of a red one on their website yeah. and it doesn't look that bad the airplane okay. like if you don't if you cover the gear i'm like i'm covering the gear with my hand the airplane yeah. looks great and yeah. then the gear kind of you know makes me not so happy it's a slick looking airplane like it looks you know the ng looks fast the, so does the gb1 i mean even with the that that kind of I'm 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 saying comical, not comical, but like maybe a little over exaggerated bubble in the canopy, right? That sharp bubble. Um, it's still a fast looking airplane. It looks so fast. I have some exciting stuff. I'm on their website. Listen to this. Okay. The GB1 standard equipment is anything but standard. So this is what the airplane. I'm going to tell you the price after. This is what the airplane comes with: two okay. seat canopy, landing lights, sight gauges, seat cushions, cockpit heat, smoke system, external power. Uh, choice of three factory paint schemes, hooker harness with the gel pads, front and rear, uh, tail ballast chamber with cover, uh, G3X touch in the rear cockpit, Garmin uh, 225 in the rear, Garmin, G- I don't know what any of this bullshit aviano stuff was, mm-hmm. um, accelerometers, fire extinguisher, ELT, dual USB plugs. Okay. Base price for all of that and a standard scheme, 425 that's what it says on our website. Dang. That's, that's really attractive. And it's made in the US. So you're supporting, you know, you, you know, US, which is great. No shipping. You know, the factory is there if you need parts. I do know that they're not price gouging their parts, um, i.e. canopies. Um, I've been to their factory. It's fucking amazing. Um, Philip is super awesome. And um, but yeah, 425 out the door. That's Done. that's surprising. I mean, I'm sure that's gonna that's gonna change. That's maybe gonna change for 2022. But I wonder if you went there and you were like, "I got 400. Can you help me out?" I th- just to move airplanes. I wonder if they negotiate. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Let us know. I mean, you know, what's what's up with that fly cool shit discount? Oh man, I'm now I'm coming back to the game bird. Oh, it's just the gear, the fucking gear. <laughs> I don't, am I sounding mean? I don't mean, I'm not trying to, that's just what I like. Dude, you like what you like. We all like what we like. Yeah. They got a great website though. Although now I'm I looking think, at that blue one from Canada and the gears, you know, you're, you're not really the gear. It's the angle, bad. dude. It's, it's angles. Yeah. And that single place canopy is bad. Dude, guess how much, don't look at their website. How much you think they get for a single place canopy? Painted out the door. Painted out the door. 14. 12, five. That's Dang, dude. Me. I'm I'm coming I'm circling back to GB. I'm I'm circling back. <laughs> That's impressive. I, I mean if they keep those prices again, I mean I wonder if we're you And it know, comes uh, with the G3X in the back. Standard for 425. That's that's impressive. That's impressive. That's a good price. That's a good price. And I wonder, you know, I wonder if we're going to see a standoff um cuz pricing Did you ever remember Pricing having such a factor 
in your choice of aerobatic airplane than, um, than now? If I mean, it was, I'm not talking about pits versus, you know, S1 versus NG. I'm talking about like you want a single place or a two place high performance mo- monoplane. You know, you only have a few to choose from, but do, do you know, did somebody have you ever heard somebody say, well, I bought X or Y or Z solely because of the price? Um, let me think. It's the, not really because really the only choice that's been on the market for for a while has been extra. Um, but I mean, yeah. you have the MXS. You know, we had the the Edge for a while. Um, yeah. Um, there's been a few come and go. I mean, you know, at some point we had extra, we had Cap, we had Zivco. But yeah, yeah they've all, they've all been price. they've all been in the same price. If Gamebird, you know, I saw a pick, you know. Hypothetically, if Gamebird had a ton of engines in their warehouse, they can, you know, keep their their production costs extremely low. Yes. And um you huge know, advantage. Dude, a hundred thousand dollars is is a lot of savings. And yeah. um and again, you know, it's made here. I think the production time, you know, they can they can they can produce these things, you know, efficiently. Um, because right now for an NG to the the it's it's probably a, two year wait to be flying away or a year and a half wait to be flying away right now. If you called up. Yeah. So, um, and you can go to the fact there's something about spending that kind of money and not going to the factory. Like I, when I, um, when I bought my airplane, I really wanted to go to the factory, but it's like, you know, you got to pay round trip. You don't want to go alone. So you got to pay for the other person and then dinner, dinner, hotel transport, you know, it's like a $10,000 trip. So like, you know, and you're already spending all this fucking money. So you're not going to just put more money into it. So you wait. And like, it's, I think there's a lot to be said about being able to go to the factory, touch it, feel it, look at what's going on. You know, that personal experience. I think that's something that like, you know, extra is never going to be able to compete with here in the States. Um, And if, if they can continue to keep their, their costs low, I, I think extra might price themselves out of a certain market. I, I, I can't disagree. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm curious. Now, let me ask you a question. So, 425, let's say, yeah, 425, uh, new game bird. What do you think, let's say tomorrow you look on Barnstormers and a game bird comes up for sale. It's a 20, it's a 2019. It's got 250 hours on it, you know, not crazy aerobatics, you know, nothing crazy. Uh, What do you think, what do you think that's going to be listed for? Gosh, I mean, you could probably list that thing for four hundred. Yeah, I don't know, you know and, then, might... and then take a little bit off, right? But yeah, or even more. I mean, you know, you're going to save on the tax. You're you're saving on the wait time. It's it's, I mean, two hundred fifty hours on an airplane is exactly where I want it. You know, it's yeah. past kind of that break in period where, like, you know, the engine's hopefully not going to grenade itself. Um, you've gotten the bu- the bugs and the squawks worked out. Yeah. It's kind of prime time. Like, I mean, that's a, that's a very marketable airplane. Yeah. Especially an aerobatic airplane. Like 375, 370. Well, I was, I, so I was thinking, you you know, you put it for four and then you get talked down. Yeah. Yeah. To exactly. something like that. Yeah. 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 380. It's going to be interesting. When they, 
when the used one comes up and, and see it. Cause there's, there hasn't been one obviously. Um, and I would love to see, I wonder who, do, who do you think is the next person that's going to, who do you think is going to have a game bird? Well, actually Pat Davidson does down in South Africa. He's an amazing. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. But I wonder who in, in the fact, state- his team reached out to us to get on the podcast. Yeah. Fuck that shit. We're American. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I really want to get him on. He seems, he seems like a super cool, super cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, After having, it, once we get him on, uh, it will have, we will have had the two coolest South Africans on the podcast easily hands down. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's going to be interesting who the next, you know, unlimited level pilot in the United States is going to be flying a game bird, not outside of, you know, Philip and uh, Christian, um, yeah. you know, like somebody like a, a Matt Chapman or, you know, uh, you know, uh, somebody who's flying unlimited right now. Like, imagine if Aaron went to a game bird, Aaron McCartan. I think that'd be cool. I kind of have this well, like weird feeling that might happen. We can't talk about who, but somebody is selling a single place extra and going to a two place extra. Yes, yes. And um, I don't think he'll be the last person to do so. Yeah, I think you know Aaron. I'll say it again. I think he he flying the four minute free. I thought I thought it was a really cool four minute free in the extra NG, and I think that turned a lot of heads and got people yeah. looking into that airplane. Um, he did a phenomenal job, dude. Especially talking about price because th- this is how this all came up, guys, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we're all in this group chat talking about you know the price of trying to acquire one of these airplanes, a used SC on the market. Um, obviously those prices, the prices of, of used extras are skyrocketing because the current prices are going up. So obviously that, that creates the increase in, in the used market. And so looking at it in those terms, Aaron should look at a, G, a GB one maybe. Yeah. And he's a phenomenal pilot and, um, you should sorry. suggest that to him. I'd be curious to see, uh, his thoughts on it. Cause I don't think he's flown one. Well, his big thing is, well, it's, it's a two seat certified, so it's, it's multi-mission, but you know, his big thing is, is competing over in, uh, overseas at a world championship. And I don't think he wants to ship. I think he'd rather, you know, rent. Oh, I mean, I don't blame him. Hmm. I don't blame him at all. No. Um, but it's certified so he can do, you know, I don't know if he's interested in doing it, but he could do some type of training here if you wanted to and, and be able to commercially do it. Whereas like an MX two, everybody's probably like, Oh, good. An MX two is better, but it's experimental. So you can't really need it. What, what do you need? Like a uh, letter or all that crap. You got to. Yeah. You know, yeah. Those shit. But I would actually love, I, I gotta be honest. I would love to see Aaron get his hands on a GB one. I mean, is GB two. I forget now. GB one. GB one. A uh, single place canopy and let him fly competition in a year and see how it does. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why not? You know, that would just be cool. Not, That'd be really the, cool. Not the Air Force one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, you talk. I'm going to text them right now. I think it's a great, a great idea. Hopefully yeah. he hears this too. I, I think it's a great idea. Aaron, do um, you fly a GB1 in competition? We got to get him back on. All right, the text was sent, so hopefully we get an answer tonight. Nope, I saw it. Yeah, we got to get him back on. Yeah, I love Aaron. I do too, man. Phenomenal. I do pilot. too. 
Yeah. But yeah, there's a, um, and you know, what's really interesting too is, you know, the 330 SCs, there's none on the market. They're up to like 95 serial number 95. Um, yeah, none of them are, none of them are active. Yeah. So it's all off market. And there's a couple that are, that are for sale right now that are not public, but they're asking, you know, telephone numbers pretty much. Um, pretty much. And, um, <laughs> I just saw the text from Bache. Yeah. Such an ass. God. Yes. I hope car, I hope carbone burns to the ground. I hope extra doubles their, their purchase price for NG. So he can't get one. And I hope that the prices for Richard Miele's plummet. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh. Asshole. I hear I hear he shaves off. He, he'll take his watch and he takes like a little like a little cheese grater and he'll just shave a little bit off of the bracelet when he wants to fill up his gas. Just shaves off a couple flex like a truffle. Yeah. Yeah, at least. Yeah. He's selling shares of his watch. <laughs> shares. <laughs> <laughs> nice fractional ownership. How does that pop I, I don't get this. I'm not a watch guy. I'm really not. I can appreciate I can appreciate like I love the bright links because the history. Me too. Um, but like how is a, how does a fucking watch cost? I've seen them go for like three million, but like generally speaking, like these some of these watches like quarter million, five hundred thousand. Like how does a watch that's not even made of gold cost five hundred thousand dollars with a rubber band with a rubber strap? Some of these the the markups are so insane on some of these watches, but you know a lot of it is like you know the movement has uh, a lot to do with the price of a watch, like the, you know, the guts inside the watch, of course, the wa- watchmaking technique and all that stuff. But then it, but how does it, it come to that point? Like, like imagine like the little watchmaker sitting in with a thimble and, and microscope make, how does it get to the point where he's like, yeah, you know what? I put about $500,000 worth of work into this watch. That's what I'm going <laughs> to That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, well, you look at like, I mean like any of that stuff, designer stuff, dude, like, I mean, Breitling's, certainly don't cost that much to make, but you yeah. know, it's like, like my, I've, I have two Breitlings and I'm, I'm very close to buying a third. Um, but the Chrono Avenger M1 that I have on right now, so, you know, it's a hundred percent titanium. That's not cheap. Obviously having to forge that and all that stuff is not cheap. Yeah. Um, and then the movements inside the more intricate. So the more, um, the more dials and the more, functions you put in in these watches the more complex they become the more complex the manufacturing becomes the more expensive etc cetera, etc cetera. like um, you have you're, you're supporting a whole you know like rolex is a good example you know i mean they became they were like tool diver watches uh i don't mean tool like the derogatory way like literally a, a utility watch um tool watch um and now are a collectible luxury brand you know what i mean yeah where and then it, it becomes this thing where well you're, you were paying, you know, a modest amount. It was a, it wasn't cheap, but wasn't a luxury brand. Then it turned into a luxury brand over time because people started collecting it. Prices went up, demand went up. Now you're supporting this network of, you know, repair facilities and advertising. Like, I mean, you know, you see like golf tournaments where it's sponsored by Rolex, like, you know, Rolex sponsors big time events. I mean, they have uh, racing series and uh, sponsorships and teams and all kinds of shit. Yeah. That costs like so they- much money. They had a watch. There was a, a watch that popped up. It had like the Super Mario Brothers on it. And it was it was either like a Richard Mille or or like uh Jacob, whatever. It was like five hundred grand for for Mario and Luigi. And then you got like Rob you know, Rob's got that 
uh, right flyer watch. He's got a watch yeah. with an actual piece of the right flyer for yeah. like first flight. And that thing, I think the list, what's the list? It was like 25 grand for that watch. I think it was 25 grand. Yeah. Like, like you're going to go get a Luigi watch. And no, that's, and that's, that's where like, I don't get it. You know, I don't get it. Machi shows me one of his watches and I'm like, even me, like I like watches. Like I'm, I'm not into watches. Like he's into watches, but I, I definitely appreciate a nice watch. Um, and can appreciate the craftsmanship and um, every anything that goes behind a watch, I, I can generally appreciate. But I'm much more in line with that Bremont watch that Rob has than something like what Mache has. Like I, right. I will never, I could never wear something like that. I, even twenty five thousand dollars, like you're wearing a fucking Honda Civic on your wrist. I know it's crazy. It's crazy, um, I, dude. Like my Breitling's, like I think my B one back in the day was like five grand. That's ooh, a lot of money. That's a ton. That, that's a ton of money. And I, dude, I remember I fucking, I kept it on one time when I was looking at the tire pressure on the extra and I fucking scraped it on the ground. I was so fucking mad. I was so mad. Yeah. I was so pissed at myself for a long time. I had to get it polished out and it was fine. But like, I hope dude, you took it out on Emily. I did. I did. No food or water for a week. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the cage. <laughs> yeah. Get in your cage. Get in your hole. No, it's so, dude. And she's just like, you know, yeah, you idiot. You're like, yeah, I know. It that's sucks. what you get for buying an expensive watch. And then, you know, that's what you get. Like, how do you wear, like, and, and all the power to, to this people, but like, you wear that kind of watch. And like, I guess you just don't give a shit. Like, if you brush into like a door, or, like, I'm, a, I'm not clumsy, but like, I'm not, you know, like I'd be I'd I'd be afraid of like scruffing it up a little bit. Dude, you get out of your car and you just like you nick it on the side of your door or like you're walking along a wall and you just fucking brush it up against a stucco wall. That yeah. your life is over. Or what if like it just comes undone and falls off and you don't even remember? I've always worried about that. Knock on wood that's never happened, but I've always worried about like a you know, like the watch failing, you know, like the the pins coming out or something and like the yeah. bracelet it just falls off. Crazy. I just remember thinking that, like going on like uh, roller coasters. I'm like, what if my watch falls off? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so yeah, I'm I'm back to Game Bird a little bit. I I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of with is, you, dude. The price is really attractive. I I just would love to see somebody in advanced well, or unlimited have... do it. You know who we have to get on the show? Huh? Is Christian Baxter? He's the Canadian dude. Yes. And he's yes. flown one. And he could give an yeah. honest review. He's a really great pilot. Extra owner that flies a, a GB1. And can we speculate on Luke? Or is that public? Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't know anything because, you know, Luke's, Luke's, uh, you know, these these foreigners, dude. Freaking. Maple syrup freaking motherfuckers. Well, Lee too. Like, you Aussie and Canadian assholes. Like, can you just, can you get, can you feed us something? Can you tell us something and not be all secretive? Yeah, I like. Who cares? Who cares? Just tell us. You know, Lee Lee rebuilt Patty's airplane in 24 hours and didn't bother to tell anybody. Oh my god, you segue like an angel. So guess who? Guess who messaged me when because I posted that thing about Lyft. Yeah, and like, dude, like people were like, I got to be honest. There was a couple people that were a little salty, a little salty about it. What is up with that? I, I saw get that. it. And it's like, so basically, I don't even want to tell people what it is that we're, you know, you know, we're all doing with stuff's cooking, stuff's cooking. But guess stuff's who, cooking. Mes- guess who messaged me wanting to find out more. And I gave him the big, you know, I didn't even read it because I didn't want to give him the gratification of reading it. 
Um, oh, Lee, Lee tell, tell me. Yes. Because remember, we tried to find out what was going on, and he was like, no, I can't tell. That's right. That's <laughs> Go right. Go make out with another guy. Like, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> Lee, out of all people, no way. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. If Lee takes a video of him making out with Doug Veda, I will tell him what's going on with Lyft. I like that a lot. Right? That's fair. I like that a lot. Yeah. I think Lee. that's fair. Freaking Screw toying, you, with our, toying with our emotions, building an extra yeah. 24 hours. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Big jerk. <sighs> but yeah, so I feel bad. Now I feel like I should tell him. <laughs> I'm too nice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad now. Um, no, let yeah, him, let like him, let him I on think him. he's awesome. No, I'm definitely yeah, not going can we we say this? I say this every podcast. Can we can we work on your helmet this week? Yeah. Oh my god! So like, can we get your helmet? So then I was at the hangar today. It was raining here, and I had to go pick up some stuff um, that I had in storage out there. So I um, it was you know we talked last podcast about like cleaning the airplane, and then we don't really do it like some people. But like it was a rainy day, so I got the microfibers out, and um, I got some Lucas, some Lucas uh, mist detailer, and cleaned up my yeah. airplane. It's shiny. Nice. Super shiny now. So what did I do? I took a picture um, of me holding the Lucas spray with the airplane in the background, like a real influencer. <laughs> did you post it? I missed it. If you posted, no, it, I missed it. No, I, I missed it. <laughs> I couldn't. You gotta I post it. it. I can't. I feel so weird. Like, cause then, like, do it. It's like I'm trying, and like, I just thought it would be a cool picture, but then, like, you know, whatever. Maybe I will post it. Do it. Do and it. And um, I took a picture of uh, best. T- we have a best tug at the airport now, and I, it was it was attached to the extra. So I took a picture of the airplane and the best tug and sent it to the Don and been like, "Hey man, thanks for the hookup with best tugs. It's working out great." Nice. And he was like, "I don't know what he said. So I think enjoy or something like that." Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm getting good with the camera. I'm I'm, I'm working on it. Love it, dude. I almost want to break the internet and and just print out some monster vinyl and put it all over my airplane. Be like, it happened. I think you should <laughs> just fake it till you make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Speaking of which, ICAS is going on. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Wow! <laughs> just kidding. Yes, it is. Kind of. Not really. <laughs> it's is it so going weird. On? I guess it is. Go- or did it finish? No, it's going on. There's not a lot going on with, I mean, there's some people posting about it, but like, you know, from the little I saw on the internet, it seems like the Don, the Don's the only, he's, he's the big swinging dick there this year. Well, he's always been, but he's the only, the only like kind of like top dog, so to speak. I tell you, there's been a lot of show performer. I don't want to call it retirements because these guys are still young and, and can probably not probably, they can totally outperform me and are in better shape than I am. But like, you know, we lost you know, uh, Chapman, you know, isn't doing air shows anymore. Tucker's not doing air shows anymore. Yeah. Um, Mike Whiskus isn't doing air shows anymore. Like, nope. there's His some, airplanes uh, for sale, by the way. I think it's overpriced. Gotta be honest. I think speaking. it's overpriced too. What would you, you want me to, you want to go for, or you want to say at the same time? What, what was it? Was it 210? It was like 200. I saw two and 200? I just stopped looking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a, certainly a, it's the highest performing pits you can buy, essentially. Um, that being said, I want to be really generous. Do you want to do it at the same time, or you want me to just spill the beans? I'll count one, two, three, and then go. Okay. All right. One, two, 
And the only reason is because I'm afraid of the motor being beat to shit from flying oh air shows. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. And with Lycoming prices right now. Oof. That's a good point. Oh, my I, God. That's a, good, that's a good point. And 160, I think it would it would get sold in a heartbeat. Yeah. But 200. Yeah, you're 200. Asking, now you're like, well, that's a great question. So, like, if you wanted to, um, you got $200,000 in your pocket right now, and you want to fly... You want to be very competitive in advanced, and you want to dabble in unlimited. Because let's face it, you can't buy an unlimited airplane right now for two hundred thousand. No, but you want to be super. Comp- you want to be national. You want the airplane to be national winning. You know, the airplane can win at nationals, and you can dabble in unlimited. Uh, two hundred grand. What are you going to buy? Not to put you on the spot. You know, a three hundred L is high on the list. Mm-hmm. Um laser. Ooh. Edge. Edge is edge. probably the highest on the Ooh. list, but I don't know I that you can that. get an edge. Can you get an edge for two hundred grand? Mm. Like a V three. Like a you know, the latest and greatest something maybe the, not a V three, but aerobatic like configuration. A lot of time yeah, a lot of time left on the motor. I don't know. I don't think you can. Yeah. I don't that think might be a can. tough sell. Yeah, that's not a real. You, maybe you can, but it'd be a, a deal of a lifetime that could happen. But it's not a realistic type choice, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Um, it's a good question, right? Yeah, I mean that that's a sweet spot number too. You know, because uh, well, it's not. I guess it's not anymore. We'll have to figure out a new sweet spot number. But I really felt like, you know, that's really where mid wings and three hundred L's lived for uh, you know a, a couple years, where it's just like there were so many on the market. So you're thinking um, two place. Uh, you know, not, I wasn't necessarily thinking two plates. I was just more of thinking like, what, what can I get that's competitive that has them? I, I always add some amount of utility into it, I guess, but like an S one, you know, you can always buy the S one, but, and, and okay. A wolf pits for 200 grand, less than 200 grand. Sure. Um, You know, I was actually, I was thinking right now of, so my answer was going to be a 300S and you used to be able to get a 300S, like a good 300S for 140, but now like, That's a good who, the point, fuck, dude. who the hell knows? Well, what did Patty buy hers for? I don't know, but that thing is, that's not a, that was it's rain. kind of different. That thing, ran out. Yeah. that thing was written hard. And yeah, I was trying to help a buddy or not, I mean, not, not help, but he was asking me like, Hey, what do you think about this? And it was that one that was in like, um, El Cajon, California that, um, was at, um grove's place oh bravo um, delta yeah and that was dave martin's for- old airplane yeah yeah and i thought that was a good buy um, what did it sell for it was a little gosh i want to say it was 180 or something like that oh wow 170 160 but it had like new prop new grow or new gear um the engine was irand and okay. it was pretty clean but then again you had like it was like it was like a field I ran, you know, so it was them doing it. But then again, it's yeah. like, if you had Grove doing it, Grove and, uh, um, who else was doing it? Um, for, I forgot who did the motor, but anyway, uh, yeah, it, it was fun. in fairly good hands. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, wasn't, it wasn't, you know, Cletus in fucking Midland, Texas. Yeah. I no mean, offense, Cletus. if you want to go, <laughs> if you want, if you want to go to Russian route, I mean, you can get a suit 26, you know, 150 and be super, but that's, that's a lifestyle change. I was just going to, so it's that's so the, funny. That's a commitment. When you said Russian, 
And I was like, okay, all right. And then you said Sukhoi, my heart sank because I immediately went to like, oh, that's a whole thing. Yeah, it that's is. a whole thing. That's a commitment. Yeah, you know, that's it's um, a commitment. And but it's financially, a, you, it's a no excuse airplane. I mean, you've it's not it's not the plane. It's going to be you after a while. I well, mean, you have to do a ton of training, but the airplane. Arguably, that's it. the most capable airplane of the list that we just listed. It's more yeah. capable than the Edge. It's more capable than the 300S. It's more capable yeah. than the L. Certainly more capable than an well, S1 or a laser. I got a great follow-up. What are your – let's just – let's go top five. What are your top five in performance order, single place, unlimited aerobatic planes? Oh. Yeah. MXS yeah. is probably number one. In yeah. terms of a – In terms of performing, um, and I guess that – that not, I guess performing could be subjective, right? Like, I, I think highest energy, highest energy performing monoplane. No, I think I can, I, it outperforms the SC. I think it's it yeah. beats it in all categories. Yeah, uh, I, I'm. I'm. Is it the best arresty rig that's been argued? Right. Um, yeah. I, I, the SC is high praise, which is why I, I would put that in Two. second place. Yeah. Um, three is three high. is where it gets interesting because I think I would put the Sukhoi SU26 in there. I, I like that answer. Yeah. Um, I like that answer a lot. I think Zivco goes way down. The, I, I gotta be honest. I don't know that it makes the top five. Right. Cause I'm thinking, um, I'm almost going cap. I was going to say cap 232 with a 580 motor. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. So that's four. And then five is, uh, uh what else we got for five besides I mean, edge? You could, I guess you can throw edge in there, uh, for, for five. Um, what else what are we missing what other airplane are we missing i don't think i mean canada didn't produce any airplanes no i was i was almost gonna say zlin 50 <laughs> canada maple syrup drinking assholes oh my god um how do you think the zlin 50 stacks it didn't uh, get it that's like extra 200 performance yeah 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 i think i think edge can go five i think it's safe five i think people would argue to go four I think that people would argue against it it being uh, better than the cap. Better than the cap. I think they would argue that, yeah. Um, but I wouldn't. What metric? What What would be there if you could play devil's advocate? What would their argument be? I think that it just has more um, power to weight, so I think it's just a little bit more energy. Yeah. They say that you know a, a lot of the what I've heard from you know people with a ton of experience. Um, they've always said that the the Buker is the best snap rolling airplane, but besides that, it's I hear the extra two thirty is also an amazing snap rolling airplane, and the cap, yeah, the cap series airplane is is an amazing snap roll, snap yeah. rolling airplane. So, um, you know, I got to be honest though, like to me, like I've always loved the cap two thirty two, and it's such a beautiful airplane, and <sighs> I still say it, I, I I remain uh, confident in saying that I think it's the sexiest tail, the MXS and the and the cap two thirty two have. Just about the sexiest tail on any airplane ever made. The Cap Two Thirty Two is a bucket list plane. I hope to get one one day, and it just reminds me of like Ferris Bueller's. Like, um, oh my god, what's his friend's name? Um, oh, uh, yeah, with with his dad's Ferrari. Yeah, it, it's like that. It's just, it's just fucking. It's just choice. Kevin, like, is it Kevin? No, it's something with an R. I thought. Um, it's whatever. Kevin. No, it? it's like oh Ronan. This, this is going to drive me nuts. Yeah, but anyway, like Cameron, me, uh, Cameron, yeah, yeah, 
There was an R in there. <laughs> yeah. Camper. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a classic era. It's just, I hate to say that's classic because it's still a fucking real performer, but like, it's just, it's legendary. Well, it is classic because like nobody's really flying them. You know, how, I know. how many were produced? I'd be hard pressed to say that there was more than 30. Yeah. And I mean, less than 10 are in the United States. Yeah. I mean, Gooian had a 232. Five. Yeah. And then he basically put Walter on the spot. It's like, well, make me something better. I dare you. Put him on notice. <laughs> put your dick on the table and make me something better. Yeah. And Walter took, took his toolbox home and came up with the FHP. <laughs> grabbed a screwdriver, grabbed a hammer. <laughs> yeah. Some tape. Oh man, I was yeah. I thought that Gulian was going to go into an NG. I mean, he went over there, he flew it, and then we heard scuttlebug about it, and then it didn't happen. But um, I was really sad that he didn't because that yeah. would have been how would have been fresh. Would have been new. Well, and I feel like it certainly would have been cool. So I, I like there's like two different hats, right? Like the ICAST hat, it's cool because of marketing. There's nobody else flying this airplane. Yeah, yeah, it's a high performance model plane, but nobody's flying at the NG and air shows. That's super cool. It's Michael fucking Goulian. That's also cool. Um, because you know he's gonna fly the piss out of it. I mean, yeah. That guy's freaking air show routine still blows my mind. Um, but and then you have the how is it going to look compared to what he's been flying? Because he flies a very arresty style air show routine. It's a very yeah. precise routine. He's obviously going to translate very well into the ng and fly it similar you know as, as similar as he can and then maybe even you know maybe even new stuff that he I, I don't know what an ng could do that an se couldn't do but you know mix it up a little bit um i thought that would be really cool from a from a uh, marketing standpoint of the ng so like, yeah. i think it would be good for him and i think it would be great for the ng because i think we've been saying it on this podcast forever is like we really want to see an ng and a gb1 out there yeah Go side um, to side. Just, oh man. Yeah. Cause I think they're just such amazingly capable airplanes. Yeah. And yeah, it would have been really fun to see Mikey, uh, fly one. And I, I think, tell you, I think the MX two, you know, the MX two, the GB one and the NG, I really do feel like that is the cusp. Uh, I know Jim Burke disagreed. Um, but you know, when you talk to Worston and he's flying a two seat airplane, that's more capable than the older single seat version he's flying. Yeah. The old MXS is not the new MXS. That I I fully understand that, but right. when you can make a two seat airplane perform like they're doing, and like the NG does, and like the GB one does, I think yeah. that's that does uh, say something. You know, like yeah, how much totally. is the GB one going to produce an experimental single seat? Do they need to? You know what I mean? Is that the market for them? I don't know. What comes What comes after the SC for extra? You know. Do they just I, modify the NG and slap a single place canopy on it? Yeah, I got to be honest. I I think it's just going to be weight savings with the SC. I mean, I he's he's cornered. What else can compete with the SC right now? You can't say MX right now because you can't get an airplane. And I yeah. hate to sound like a dick, but like it's the weight to get an airplane is just it's too long for people. That's what yeah. it's, it's not letting people order. Um, and you know, it's better than the game bird. So like what other unlimited cable airplane, if you needed one within a year or a year and a half, can you get right now? Yeah. You know, it's an I, extra, I, I, it's an SC. That's it. It's an SC. Um, and that's, yeah, that's a good point. So until I, I think until something beats it, um, or as you know, the ability to, to be there, 
um, Walters, I'm sure he's got something, you know, lined up to change to it, but like, why, why show your cards at this point? If it's, you know, if it's the best, I mean, fucking 94 to me, that's crazy. 94 single place SCs made. Yeah. That's nuts. That's a lot of airplanes, dude. Oh, it's a ton. Um, I think the only, the only number higher made was the L. Yeah, probably. Um, And so I think the SC will probably surpass that. I mean, we're going to see serial number 100 in 2022. Yeah. And then NG, what are NGs are up to? I don't even know. I mean, like six months ago, they were up to 30, right? I think so. They got to be closing in on 40 already. Plus they're making SCs, LTs and BCs and AC. Like, (laughs) fucking. oh God. Ah, well, so yeah. So I think um, to answer my question, I asked you, um, if I had 200 grand, oh, yeah. what's your top five? Uh, same as you. Totally. Same. Okay. But if I had 200 grand and I had to buy something that was advanced, nationally advanced and unlimited capable. Um, that's a really good question. It'd be a toss up between a Sukhoi and an extra. Yeah, okay. it would. I have an, I have a, another question for you after you explain your choices. No, no, no. Uh, I'm bored of that anyway. What's up? <laughs> All right. Uh conundrum time. You have 200 grand. You either buy what we just talked about or you're allowed to co-own bait essentially almost whatever you want because you can combine another 200 grand and be 50-50 partners on an SC or you know, something close to it, an LX. I would definitely go 50-50 cuz like the plane doesn't travel that much. Yeah. It's always going to be there. It's kind of nice to offset the cost, say, too. You can either spend 200 grand on an airplane or buy half of Macha's watch. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy an airplane or you can buy one of the links out of his bracelet. Yeah. It was a tough one. Let me think. <laughs> oh, like how does that watchmaker just say a million dollars? So crazy to me. It's so uh, crazy to me. And I, I like watches. I, that's just, it's another level for me. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. um, what's the, like, what's your bucket list airplane, by the way, like single, uh, single place. Cause you're all about two places. It seems so if single place, you know, not talking about, you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be hardcore this or that, but like, what's your, what's your single place, uh, choice and money aside, doesn't matter. Everything's the same for us. Bucket list, single place. I might have to go F eight F Bearcat. All right, that's that's pretty damn expensive. Corsair, maybe. <laughs> um, which, is, by the way, that's the equivalent of a Miele. All right, for me, like that. <laughs> that is, I'm I'm thinking, I'm I'm in I'm fucking in, in you know I'm on the moon right now thinking about you own that. you Real. own like fifty snow cone locations. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the thing? How funny would that be if I if I made some snow cone franchise and then bought a fucking Bearcat? The irony. Just bought the IAC and just like just took away all the flying and gliders and just it, made people meet up to have dinner. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Fucking gliders. Um, I hate them. Realistic more single though. place. Realistic single place. You know. I'd actually probably have to think about it a little bit more than I'm thinking about. I mean, I do love the SC. I love extra, dude. I, I really just freaking love the way extra flies. An yeah. SC would be amazing. Um, 
You should really come out and fly mine. He would love it. I would love to. It would be an honor. I would love to. Yeah, total <laughs> homo. <laughs> I know. I know it's cheesy. It, no, it would be. Dude, the, to have somebody let you... I'm, I don't like flying other people's airplanes. I really don't. Yeah, but this is like different. Because then you can review it. We talk about it. It'd be business. That's true. Business yeah. business expense. That's right. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I don't know. Like <clears throat> single place, I don't know. Um, do I go aerobatic? Do I not go aerobatic? It's like, hard one, man. Well, mine's a toss up between a cap, a cap two three one ex or an extra or oh, an yeah. extra two thirty. The two thirty is cool. I really wish I had the opportunity to fly the two thirty. Because it'd be great to have the 230 and the SC next to each other to look at and just like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Do that too. But yeah. Cap 231 EX. Mm. It's such a beautiful airplane. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd paint it. Man, how fun would it be to get a cap? And I actually thought about this with the NG. Like how cool would, would uh, Goulian's Reebok paint job look oh. on an NG? We got to get him back on and talk about like some old school stuff. Like, how did you come up with the, the paint scheme? How was working with Reebok? Did you meet Shaquille O'Neal? Um, <laughs> did you wear pumps? Did you did wear you Reebok pump pumps? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, <laughs> let's do it, dude. Let's let's reach out to him. Um, it's probably late there now. It is late there now. It's late for you there now, so it's late for him. But oh no, he's in ICAS. He's, yeah. he's three sheets of the wind right now. We should text him after this. He's and, having the best time because we want to life right now. <laughs> We need to get him on to talk about Red Bull. <clears throat> we promised that. We never said a word about Red Bull. We had him on for two hours. I still don't. I, you know, there's been a couple little things going on. I still don't know if it's going to happen. Oh, with uh, World Championship Air Racing? Yeah, like it's right around the corner now, right? I guess. No I pun mean, intended. <laughs> I see what you did there. You know, a lot of like like Messenheimer has been out going um, and, and doing the camps. Uh, Melissa Burns has been going out there. Uh, I can't remember who else, but you know, there's a couple others why that have been doing like, the camps. Why aren't they taking like YouTube video or doing some type of like media with the camps? Like everybody would love to see that, like build up some like, you know, excitement. Well, here's what was what I found so funny is like, you know, uh, Adam and Melissa kind of took, they, they had photos taken of them by the organization. Clearly, Cause it looked, it looked very Wakar. Um, it, it looked very, um, pressy, right. You know, like black background, they're in the flight suits kind of thing. Yeah, totally. Um, so I'm like, Oh, are they selected? And it's like, Oh, we've been at the camp doing this and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think either one of them said definitively that they're actually going to be racing. It's just that they've been going to the camp. They hope to be selected, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of confusing. And then, yeah, like, why aren't they, they should be posting daily content. I don't get it. Don't yeah. The marketing is a little off on it. But I hope it happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anything else new with you? Anything new? Not a whole lot, dude. Um, just working. The weather's kind of shifting a little bit. Uh, you know, it's the you're in the sim a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. Teaching these, yeah. teaching the next generation of pilot. It's beautiful. Do you give them yeah. some like FCS stickers and everything? <laughs> I, I slap it on their back when they're not looking. Yeah, totally. They get home, I feel like, like what you the should hell is like. This? You should go total like eighties, like get a mullet. Just make yourself look so ridiculous. <laughs> Distract them. They're like, who is this weirdo? I've been here for 80 years. 
been teaching since <laughs> nom son <laughs> oh man yeah not much dude I, I i don't know when i'm gonna be flying the extra again just because the weather's kind of iffy and all that but yeah just kind of chilling dude um do they have like, things with the simulator where like you're land you know when you're landing and like a deer can come across the runway can, like can you what i was gonna what i'm trying to get at is like can you talk to the computer nerd that does this thing and can he put uh, a virtual like Mike Gullion, like, like on the other side of the runway, like waving as you're landing. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you know what I'd love? Like you gotta make it really subtle. You know, like I love like real subtleties in movies where like, it has to be pointed out like, Oh, like, Hey, this is the director. Like, you know, doing something weird, like behind a car and you can barely see him, you know, that yeah, kind of yeah, shit. Exactly. You should do it where like you're taxiing out of the terminal and the, the Watt 330 SC is there. And, Goulian's on a crawler underneath it, wiping the belly, and you're just like, yeah. "What the fuck is that airplane doing there? That's like not an airliner." Like, what, if they ever said that, you would just fail them immediately. Fail, bye. Fail. <laughs> oh, you don't know who the Don is? Bye, bye, uh, bye. Yeah, bye. Talk to the hand because the hand won't talk back. <laughs> <laughs> First so question: your What's an inside tumble? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh man, I love it. Do you it. like when the first when a guy when a new guy gets there, you should be like, all right, I'm gonna ask you one question, and you don't have to do any training if you get it right. Who is the Don? <laughs> <laughs> and if they say Godfather, it's fail. Fail. <laughs> yeah, so I clean my yeah, I clean my airplane. It's exhausting, or I'm out of shape. I was sweating. I gotta be no, sweating. It wall. is exhausting. <laughs> Did you fly it after? No, it's raining here. It sucks. Oh uh, yeah. That's kind of nice, normal. dude. I like. I, I'm gonna go out and it, I like. It's therapeutic, man. I always love watching my car. Yeah. Uh, you know, like popping a podcast on or listening totally. to some music and shit. Hey, I, I'm gonna do that with the airplane more. Nemo still. Nemo, it's still. I do. I fed him before the podcast. Oh, you're such a good daddy. The girls and I went out there and gave him a little food, and he kind of came out of his little uh, little grassy area in the yeah. in the in the little bowl, and what oh, a yeah. blessing. He's he's the shit, man. He's the shit. What love a blessing. That I love that fish more than I love a lot of humans. Yeah, I would agree with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me ask you a question. Yeah. To, uh, to uh, close out this podcast. Yeah. Um, you're kind of like teetering. on. You're, you're, you want to buy a two-place aerobatic plane. It's got to be certified. Um, you're not going to fly unlimited, but you're going to be competitive and advanced. Um Four hundred thousand dollars is like your budget, but you can go more, but you don't want to. Okay. Um, what are you gonna get? Are you gonna get an extra NG, or are you gonna get a game bird? Are well, it's interesting. Your, are you, you gonna said, put yourself in a yeah? But are you gonna put yourself in a financial hole to get an NG, or are you gonna get not a financial hole, but are you gonna are you gonna overextend yourself a little bit? I don't think so. I, I say no. Like if it was four fifty. Maybe, but we're talking, you know, over five hundred now. Well, let me say four twenty-five because that's the price of a game. I should have said that four twenty-five. Okay. Are you okay. going to get a game bird, or are you going to stretch and and do an NG? Maybe wait six months, save up a little more, and then get an extra NG. I'd have to fly the game bird, but I I would lean towards the NG. Yeah, just because of resale and and 
Oh man, it's hard, right? Because you buy into this lifestyle. It's kind of it, it is like it's like buying a a fucking Land Rover. I guess but not like, anymore. At what but like, point does it get to be like so much so fucking crazy money for an aerobatic plane? It's crazy money for an aerobatic airplane. You're spending now. You're, you're spending. You're already spending crazy money at four twenty-five. Now you're spending five twenty-five, five fifty. Well, and you're you're buying a you're buying into an an ecosystem, right? Like parts have to come from Japan. There mm. there there is a markup going into Southeast Arrow. There is a parts availability. Not I won't say issue, but a you know potential supply chain issues and shortages depending on if they make something or not. So Gatebird's um, like Tesla almost. It's it's in house. It's in America. You know the price is right. Um, I love the idea of the support network. Uh, yeah. I mean, not network, but um, support in the United States. The support extra has is is great. You know, more people know extra than Gamebird. So you bring an extra to somewhere. You know, um, somewhere that like kind of <laughs> knows some airplanes. Like, yeah, they don't necessarily have to be an extra service center, but you know. You know, somewhere that specializes in maybe unusual airplanes is going to know an extra. They won't yeah. know a game bird. Then again, Lycoming's a Lycoming. Yeah. Um, I got to be honest. I don't, I can't make a decision. I can't even make a decision. I mean, if you had a gun to my head, I'd choose. But like, to, I can't make a decision right now. I'd have to really put a ton of thought into it. Because like I was saying, like 425 is a shit ton of money. And like, you're already kind of like, well, for me at least, like, it's a lot of money to spend. And now like, now you're going to five. So it's like, where does it end? You know, where yeah. you draw the cut. And like, what are you getting? What are you getting from an extra NG? Obviously like, you know, certain things maybe or whatever, but like, is it worth that $150,000 extra yeah. or a hundred thousand dollars extra? Like, especially if you're, if you're, if you're looking to fly advanced, yeah, that, that neither airplane is going to be the one holding you back. And in advance, the game bird, I fuck, I, I wish they do something with that gear, but the game bird with the single place canopy really does look good. Looks good. You know, it does. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's an, it's an interesting thing. Uh, game bird, you know, especially it's a fun with, thing to think about. It is. And like, uh, I don't want to bring up something that happened, um, a few months ago. Uh, but, um, it's really, you know, they're still a new company. And I think that if they had a couple of top tier pilots flying them, you know, obviously Rob's going to be with MX, but if they had some people like Rob, um, you know, flying them and, and putting their stamp of approval on, I think the airplane would, would, uh, it would, um, would, you know, be more, what do you, what you would call it? Um, appealing. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't disagree with that at all. You know, I mean, can you, what would it you need do? Somebody. It's not, it's never going to happen what I'm about to say, but like if, if Google, if the Don got in the game bird and started flying that around the U S I mean, that's, that's it'd be game over. That's a major impact. I mean, not that it's going to deter a lot of extra, but it's going to sway. It's going to pull a lot of people out of extra and into game bird if they had, you know, so that's why I'm excited. It's like, I think it's, I think it's a good airplane. Um, I liked it. You know, I, I, there's a, there's a bunch of things obviously I'd like to change on it, but you know, I don't think, I honestly don't think I would spend $550,000 on a two place aerobatic plane. I think, I, I think anything over four sell, step, to me, anything closing in on five, like four ninety and above or whatever like that. Cause you're already fucking spending a shit ton. Um, it just gets to a point where it's just like, what a, 
it's a it's a two place aerobatic plane. This is fucking off scene. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think crazy. that I, I just I don't know if I can I don't know if I would buy the game bird, but like I don't think I would I don't think I'm a I'm a customer for an NG at I'm just I'm just not you know maybe in the used market, but I don't think I can yeah. I can pallet spending that kind of money on a uh, on a two place aerobatic plane. I don't know about you. I'm with you, man. I'm with yeah. you. So I agree, but I rather, honestly, not that I'm cheap, but I am, but I'd rather get a used cause like, I'm not going to go fly unlimited in a two place extra, um, and beat on it. So I'd rather just get a used L that's been taken care of its whole life. And it's got a good motor on it and go fly intermediate aerobatics with whomever I'm with or, or go play around or, try, yeah. you know, go somewhere with and, and spend 200 grand, 240 grand, you know? And not have to worry about, and that's the other thing, you know, at $500,000, you're paying, you know, roughly 2.5%. So that's, you're paying probably 12.5 in insurance or, tw- or 10,000. Whole insurance is going to be up through the roof. Yeah. Two to 2.5. So like you're $10,000 plus on just insurance. Yep. Huge. You know? that's, and that's a big difference. And that absolutely uh, factors into the equation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, I, I don't think um, I'm a buyer. For NG, so I wonder if Jim's business model is really gonna 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 um, put a lot of time and effort into that. You know, um, wealthy wealthy person who maybe a serious owner who wants to do some light aerobatics, and you know, God bless him or her. You know, they have a ton of money, and you know, they're willing to spend five fifty on a on a two place plane because I can't believe Sir, it's four place airplanes million dollars that's a million dollars that's crazy yeah. to me, i remember when they first came out they were 500 grand and i thought that was crazy yeah so like if people are paying a million dollars for a serious i mean what's to say they won't spend 550 for you know something to, to, to go have some fun with people absolutely will and i think i think these airplanes i mean we're, we're kind of seeing the market speak for us anyway like right game bird has over 30 airplanes out on the market they, yeah, NG 40. has over 30. Yeah, they have almost 40. We're not seeing them. So they're not, I guess in that way, we would say that, that the people that are flying these airplanes aren't in our, I'm not saying in our circle like we're popular, but like they're not showing up to contests. Yeah, we have they're pretty, not, good, pretty good pulse on everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, so these are these are people that are flying these airplanes that are not in touch with the aerobatic world. You know, they're not on either, they're not on social media, they're not competing. Yeah, and so they just have these airplanes. I mean, that might be that rich person that has a lot of money and just wants a fun, you know, wants a toy. Yeah, there's exactly. nothing wrong with that. Uh, I mean, look what they're paying for new Ferraris. I mean, new Ferraris right now are what did it four hundred thousand? Oh, it depends on the Ferrari, but absolutely all day long. Yeah. So, so you know, a GB one is you know it's just it's another toy for somebody that wants a hot rod, which is fun. I mean, if if all you want to do is feel like you're flying a little uh, little fighter around, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's it comes down to it's an apples and orange thing. I think that, um, I don't know. I four twenty. I think, I think GB. I think people are looking at both. And I and to go back to circle back to um, the beginning of the podcast when we were talking about you. You had talked about is price affecting a purchase. I think it is. I think that. Yeah. I think that four twenty five price is. Um, is a is a really attractive price relative to what extras are getting. I think that yeah. 
I because like let's face it, like most of, most of the buyers, like we said, are not going out there to fly a rusty and and hardcore aerobatics. They they want something. So like, do they really know the difference a lot of times between an extra NG and a game bird if they're just doing a loop and a roll? No, you know what I mean. So it's like, what fits better? What feels better? Okay, and um, you know, some people won't even go look at the NG if it's if it's not within their budget. So I mean, like I said, a hundred thousand dollars, and plus it's not in America. You know, we're talking about American market here. Um, you know, something that the factory is there. I mean, they have a really big game bird has a huge advantage over extra having the factory here, mm-hmm. you know, central to America. So, um, huge. yeah, I didn't know that. I thought that they were, I thought they would have had a price increase and I thought that their base price was, uh, I gotta be honest. I thought their base price was four fifty. I didn't think it was four twenty five. It's um, low, man. And it comes with a lot. I mean, you get a G three X, you get, you know, um, smoke and all this other shit so it's uh wow all i can say is wow yeah, yeah. Wow, wow wow if i got I it know, though, I paid it black and i put the grove gear black with a uh with a kind of red accents and bremont on the tail yeah and poor pits pits s2c oh. rest in peace rip <sighs> Sad. They got nothing. Yeah, they they haven't made an airplane in a couple of years now. Yeah, it's sad. And they, yes, they use S two Cs are going like one thirty, one fifty, right? Yeah, that's, that's what's crazy. Can you imagine paying five hundred grand and then being like, oh, it's worth two hundred? Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> like an S two C is is was four fifty last year. Yeah, or four seventy five or something like that. That's... So you're oh, seeing you know the used what? market of like cheap S two Cs. Like that sucks. You know what I really want to. Get more information on pricing is the uh, the Aura Arrow. It's basically a Cap Ten Twenty Twenty. I'm so glad you brought that up. The Aura Arrow, <clears throat> the Integra Aura. Yeah, yeah. And I saw some videos of it flying. It looks amazing. I got. I actually got a text Baptiste. I haven't talked to him in a while. It find looks out more. so good. It looks so good. I think that I would. Okay, so you have three hundred thousand. No, you have four hundred thousand dollars. Um. See, I don't know. I like the side by side because it's great for like bringing passengers, teaching, and everything like that. But then, like for four hundred grand, like you can get a GB or like a really nice used extra. You yeah. Know? So that's another toughie, you know, with this with this airplane. Um, I thought about maybe getting one. You know, I, I won't be able to, but like, um, I don't have my IFR. So what a be- what better platform if that thing could be do IFR and also like. Yeah. Really, really, you know, I can do advanced aerobatics too. So I can get my IFR and also have a certified, you know, training platform to, to teach aerobatics and tailwheel and stuff like that. Totally. You know, I would get that before the decathlon, hands down. Same. Oh, yeah. Same. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I'm super the decathlon is the next on the chopping on. block if, if this airplane it competes in price. Yeah. What do you, well, I don't know. My gut's telling me that they're going to want for at least $400,000 for it. If that's the case, then it, I don't know that it's price right. Yeah, I don't know what you do with that airplane because it's it's a two hundred horsepower airplane. Mm-hmm. So at least the operational costs are lower, but it, the whole the whole price is very similar to unlimited monoplanes, and it's a not it's not a, a very. I mean, are you gonna be able to do advance in that airplane? Probably not. Maybe I don't know. Like it, it's an intermediate bird, right? It's um I was watching a video of it and it's pretty much um I would say it, a little bit less than an extra two hundred in performance. 
Yeah, gosh. So I mean, I mean you could fly advanced, but you're 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 you get you're using all of it. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. But I I mean I dude if they've and I doubt it but like if that plane unveiled at three hundred USD. Oh. Um, game over. I, I'd be a buyer, honestly. I really would. I'd actually I'd I'd consider buying one for a flight school to yeah. to do a, a more legitimate flight school than what I'm doing now. Dude, you could do tailwheel, you could do you could and you could do everything through an intermediate really well with that airplane. Yeah. And it's got a fast roll rate, it'd be new, low fuel cost, um, side by side, tan you know, so you can take the wife or the kids and go for a nice, mm-hmm. you know, nice trip. Yeah. Um yeah. I think I it's a great airplane. I don't think they're gonna charge I mean, what do you th- what what's your gut telling you? What do you think they're gonna unveil the price out of that? I mean, I hope it's like three fifty. That's kind of what I hope because I I don't know what a new super decathlon is, but like the extreme is pushing four hundred. Isn't that crazy, man? I, I'm pretty sure the extreme is getting close to four hundred. So you got to think that you know super decathlon, regular super decathlon is you know is up there. That's yeah. a lot of money. That's a lot of money for a two hundred horsepower tube and fabric airplane. Yeah, that is not very capable in the grand yeah, scheme of things. So this airplane performance. Yeah, yeah, you know. And that is, you know, yeah, the, the Super Decathlon is a great uh, staple. It's a great foundation airplane, but let's let's be real. It's a it's a poor performance airplane. Yeah, it's a found, it's a beginner airplane. I mean, it's definitely an. I think it's a necessity for somebody who wants to get into who have a long aerobatic career and learn fundamentals. I mean, it's yeah. really it's. I think it's a must at this point. You know, I've never flown a Cap Ten, but you know, I've you know, it's also another great airplane from what I'm told, but. Um, I think everybody should get at least, you know, you know, bourbon, even bourbon was even talking about it, you know, spending hundreds of hours in the decathlon just teaches so much stuff that you'll never learn in a, in a tube. I mean, a, uh, plastic airplane. Yeah. But yeah. Oh dude, if, if that plane priced at like 300, which I doubt, um, that'd be really exciting. Yeah. I doubt it too, but that would be amazing. Yeah. I'm thinking like 400. Yeah. Stupid French. It might be that might be a tough sell in the United States at four hundred. I don't know. Maybe it won't be. But yeah, like, I could buy that or a Game Bird for a little bit more if I'm if I'm looking at going into into debt or if I'm yeah. <laughs> getting a loan. What's twenty five grand over the course of an aircraft loan? You know what right. I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. That's kind of what I would look at, but yeah. yeah, we'll see. I'm excited to see that thing come to the U.S. Either way, I'm really excited. Me too. I think Jim Burke is gonna gonna become a dealer. I'm gonna put I think that so out too. there. Yeah, I think he should. If he if he isn't, he should because I yeah. think that would be really cool. He's gonna just own everything. He's just gonna buy every right and STC that has to do with aerobatics and pitses and monoplanes. <laughs> 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 One stop oh, shop. What's that? You had a problem at nationals? Oh, what airplane? Oh, do you have? <laughs> oh what, yeah. What's your making model? Yeah, we got that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh. There's a new AD coming out right now. <laughs> ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny um I love it. Yeah, nothing new man but next week i want to talk about um because i might want to do it is putting that ceramic coat on my airplane let's talk about it and yeah, how, you, let's talk how about you, it next week. you were verbally attacked on facebook for using a spray ceramic <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> i'm literally so I'm in my garage right now because uh, it's nice and quiet. And I, like I, I, I even said, I, I prefaced that. I was like, I'm big into auto detailing, which I am. Like I yeah. have a bunch of car polishers. And um, I mean, I have like 
thousands of dollars worth of products and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm literally staring at like six ceramic coating boxes unused of stuff that I have over here. And like, I know what a ceramic coating is. It, that guy was like, eh, it's, it's a, you know, it's not really ceramic. The term ceramic, not to get into the weeds and we'll talk about it next week, but the term ceramic is such a general term. Yeah. Well, it really thing, just, I, I really want to know. I really want to find out and figure out if I want to do it to my plane. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about it next week. Let people like, let people like be upset and, and hope to listen to our next episode. We do hope you guys will listen to our next episode. And super, uh, you know, God, uh, gosh, I, I can't even name all the people that that tagged um, fly cool shit on on their Insta stories uh, about how uh, I think Spotify must have had a year end roundup of like what your favorite podcast is, and so mm-hmm. many people had fly cool shit as yeah, the awesome. podcast they listen to the most. <laughs> Cannot thank you guys enough for for tagging us in that, and that uh, we super appreciate you listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, and then, you know, I'm just thinking, cause everybody's so cool with that. We should do a giveaway, uh, figure out some type of contest and give some, uh, lift stuff away. Maybe, um, I don't know if that's a Braden, but maybe we can give away like a shirt or a hat, something cool. So we have something brewing that I can't talk about publicly yet, but that is right in line with what's going to happen this month Sweet. at some point. That's yeah. why yeah. we work so good together. And then, that's um, it, dude. read each other's minds. I have my, uh, contract signing with Lyft. Um, Next week, they're uh, that seven figure deal. Hell yeah. And um, <laughs> I love people. Thanks for that. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. I love it. Um, yeah. Well, speaking yeah. of Lyft, go to their website, www.liftaviationusa.com, and use the promo code FlyCoolShit. Let's them know that you listen to the podcast, that you support the podcast, and that they know you listen to the podcast and that you're getting the idea of buying some stuff at a discount from us. So uh, yeah. that helps us out, helps us out a lot. Uh, 25% off. Use the promo code fly cool shit. Yeah. Um, and you should check their uh, parent company out. If you're in a, they have like lift, uh, lift safety. So they have all like construction type stuff too. It's EVS sports. Yeah. They have, they have all kinds of, um, they have, I think they've branched off to almost eight brands now. Yeah. Um, uh, because they have their, the, the, uh, the new helmet, military helmet that's coming out. And so that's yeah. a whole other um, side channel, which is great. Super excited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're cool. Fly cool shit. Lift. They are cool. And um, they're we'll cool. Out, we're cool. Figure out what we're going to give away next week. People. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe we'll finally work on your helmet so we can have some news to report back. Maybe. On well, I think maybe. I'm going to do it now because I want to do a picture. I want to get it and do another post and just have people get all salty again. Have people just lose their minds again. Yeah. <laughs> Love it, dude. Cool, man. Well, I am off to a little vacay these next couple days, and we'll link up next week and do that. You and your family have a fantastic time eating chocolate, chocolate bars, chocolate, chocolate. (laughs) And uh, we'll talk to you guys all next week. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 